Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the New Generation Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tanner Mondock. And I'm your other host, Janae Avery. And today we have a very special episode planned for you guys. We have a very special guest in the studio with us. Um, But before we get to our guest, we have a couple announcements at the top of the show. Uh, Next week, we are starting the New Generation Sports Report. It's coming back. We will be uh, putting that out on Wednesday. So, you know, today when we were recording this, Thursday, uh, myself and our, and our sports editor, Dan Heiner, we're going to be at Brookfield's first game of the season. So we'll be able to talk about that on that episode. And then also next week is when Mercer County opens up their games as well for the football season. So we'll be able to preview some of that. Um, so be on the lookout for that on Wednesday next week. And then also we mentioned last week that Janae and I were on Penn State Shenango's prerequisite podcast. That was a lot of fun to do. We recorded that last week. And that is coming out on Monday for uh, Penn State Shenango's first day of classes. So be sure to check that out as well. But to not have him wait anymore, let's introduce our guest for this episode. Sitting in front of us, we have Homer Christie. You might know him from Saturday Science or a longtime science teacher over at Grove City. So Homer, thank you for coming on the show this week. Thank you. So we're going to get into you know your long career teaching and Saturday science and all that uh, right after we take a brief break for a word from our sponsors. So Homer, before we you know before the break, we mentioned that you were a longtime science teacher over at Grove City, and you're very famous now in the community too for Saturday science. So if you just want to tell us a little bit about people who might not know what Saturday science is. Well, this begins uh, back in. Actually, 1957, when the Russians, uh, they launched a uh, Sputnik. And um, this happened, the U.S. got all excited about it because the Russians beat them. And so um, they started pointing their fingers at the schools and so on. So we had a good superintendent, uh, Dr. Jack Hetrick, and so right away he responded. And he said, uh, I would like to have a a group of students coming in Saturdays and do some experiments just to get them interested. So he asked me to do it. And so uh, we started in in 1960. And then he said, now I want you to uh, have the students come in, no homework, no tests, no lectures, all Mm hands-on. And so that's the way I did it. So we had our first class came in, it was on nine o'clock, 1960. And then they came in, I counted 27 students. It's for ninth graders at first. And so everything went well. So um, uh, next couple of weeks we had uh, too many, we had to have two stations. Mm -hmm. So we had a nine o'clock and a 10.30. Well, then pretty soon we had too many kids. We had to have a three-station. So it was 7.30, 9, and 10.30. And believe it or not, 7.30 was always the largest class. So um, we started out, we had maybe, we averaged about 50 students every Saturday. And um, they came in, and we did all these things. We had experiments like, um, to get them started, and bend glass, and and we make uh, we had rockets and and we made uh, gases like hydrogen, which we are going to do here on Saturday. And uh, we made oxygen, carbon dioxide, and we did some other things, making hand creams and and we did physics, coefficient, linear expansion, things like that. So uh, we um, we had a station of 18, 18 stations, 
and um, things went well. So uh, I have to say that Dr. Jack Hetrick is his idea, so we just carried on. And so I guess I just on, on, on. So uh, we've had some uh, excellent students, uh, many of them in, in the science and so on. And one of our helpers, this Saturday, he, um, uh, he was a good student. He graduated uh, from high school with eight APs, two years of college, he went to MIT, and now he's gonna help us, he has a doctorate. Wow. <coughs> so, uh, we, I enjoyed the program, and um, well, I, I can, is, is there something else you want me to say? <laughs> no, we'll ask you questions throughout the interview. Mm -hmm. So my next question to you is, through Saturday Sundays, you've been able to help well, students. Saturday Science. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Through Saturday Science, you've been able to help students gain a love for science. So my question to you is, where did your love for science kind of develop? Well, I started out, my first college, I went to Sephiroth. Uh, I had excellent science teachers and, um, and math teachers. And so I majored in math, but then ended up I had just as much science, so I had two majors. So after the service, the donor service, and I went up to the University of Maine, they were sent up there to study electrical engineering for the Signal Corps. And after, after I came back from, uh, from that, and the war's over, then I attended Pitt for, I think, 90 hours, graduate credit. And so, various universities, um, we had a chance, uh, uh, National Science Foundation uh, opened up some some opportunities for for teachers to attend. So I did a lot of those uh, in geology, astronomy, cell biology, things like that. So those are pretty much my background. <laughs> and so I guess you know, just for me, when I was in school, like science, I always felt was kind of it was hit or miss, you know? It could either be a lot of fun or it can be extremely boring also, just like as a student. So like, I guess just from a teacher's perspective, you know, what kind of things did you do to try and like, really keep your students engaged in what was going on with science? In the teaching or? Yeah, teaching or Saturday science. Like what kind of mm -hmm. things do you do to really, you know, keep your students engaged and interested? Well, we do um, experiments which are, which are a lot of fun. Oh, of course. So on. And then field trips, hmm. and um, we went to the um, Cleveland um, Science Center there, and so on. And we had a, uh, we had also a a science club, which we we would do certain things and have people come in and, and talk to them, and so on. So um, in our classes, we we had fun in our classes, our Saturday science classes. Mm -hmm. And I think they like that. Right. Yeah. You brought up experiments. Like, what are some of the, like, standout ones that you would frequently do with your students that they always seem to enjoy? Okay. Well, they all liked it to get making hydrogen. I cut the rockets. That okay. Big. Mm -hmm. That's big. So, um, we made hand cream. Made what? Hand cream. Okay. How do you do that? Oh, we have to use different, different chemicals. Uh-huh. To put them in, make them in order to make your different kinds of hand cream and so on. Um, 
we also uh, had an oscilloscope. We have them bring in their instruments, and they and then we could show them uh, the, the wavelengths and so on, the, the amplitude and the wavelength. And they have fun bringing their instruments and so on. Mm -hmm. It's all loose. We um. We we didn't have anything serious where they had to be sitting there and listening. They come in and sign in like they're in college, you know. We never call roll, and they can work with their uh, friends or partners and so on. So um, they made it fun doing experiments, mm -hmm. like different gas and so on. Right. So. And you're a legend in the Grove City area for your Science Saturdays, and you've been impacting a lot of people's lives throughout your teaching career. So how does it make you feel to know that you've been able to give back to the community and also help people achieve their goals of maybe wanting to be a science teacher or just the little things that they've been able to achieve in their lives? Well, I think teachers should teach that way, to get interested in, in helping them find out what, what they're interested in and so on. And uh, that, I think that's part of the teacher's job, to teach them and show, show them different opportunities. Because I always uh, encourage them to go into science, you know, engineering. I had a lot of students in engineering. And, and most of my students were college-bound. I mean, we had others too. But uh, many of them were engineering and chemistry and so on. And so I guess just to pivot away from science a little bit, I mean, you're, you're 99 years old and you still have a ton of energy. You're still passionate about this. You still want to do Saturday science and all that. So like what, what keeps you going at 99 years old, you know? Like what, what's the secret? I just do it. Just do it, okay, <laughs> that easy. <laughs> no tips or anything for a, living a long and healthy life or? I don't know, just enjoy what you're doing and don't sit around and moan about it. Just, I get them to do it. Yeah. So almost just keeping a positive attitude, I staying happy. I keep in touch with the schools. I'm yeah. talking to the teachers and so on. Uh -huh. and, uh, I think Saturday Science really kept me going. Yeah? Because the, of the interest they had. Right. <laughs> so you kind of like feed off that energy almost. And They were so much fun. Yeah. Would you like to hear of a happy experience I had? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, I came into class one morning at the... I usually can, I I work Friday nights getting all the labs ready. I mix up the chemicals and get them all on. So I came in about a little before 7:30 because everything's ready, and I happened to notice an object in front of the lab drawer door. So I got a little closer, got a little closer. Looked down here was a girl, in a sleeping bag. I said, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> well, she said, I, "I work at McDonald's and I'm the closer, and then I, and I open up." And the, and the night's short, so I brought my sa uh, sleeping bag, wrapped in the door, and the janitor let me in. I just slept here all night. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So safe to say that your science Sundays are a hit, and it's so much that it, the class of 1967 reached out to you to do their 55th reunion and have a science Sunday. So how does that make you feel? To, Saturday uh, science. Oh, <laughs> to have a Saturday science. So how does that make you feel? Well, I happened to run into a couple of students last summer, class of 67. And we were talking, and the one, one girl said, I just love to do the Saturday science experiment. So after they left, the next day I called the Dr. Smith, that's the principal. He said, well, that's a great idea. So, so we started getting things together. 
and so we scheduled a class for the class reunions. That's how it all started. So, hmm. and now one year we, um, I had several older students that um, they worked at out the mall, and they said, Mr. Christie, uh, we have to be there. It, we, we want to be in your class. What should we do? I said, Well, let's have a 6:30 class. So we had a 6:30 class for these people who who, did, who worked at the mall and so on, hmm. and it was well attended. So, so we had good students. Hmm. So anything for uh, I guess we should say this is this Saturday coming up uh, that this episode's going to be coming out is when you'll be doing this. So is there? Anything special planned for this particular one, or is it just business as usual, or like what kind of fun things are you bringing to this Saturday Science? Well, they're going to come and do the experiment. Yeah, for one thing, <laughs> and uh, we have a past some past students that will be what they call lab assistants, mm -hmm. and so on, and uh, the class of '67. I think we have a full house for that. Well, then some of the people in the community happen to hear about it. So they said, oh, we'd like to do experiments. So uh, we opened it up to the, to the community. So we have a second class for the community. We had some doctors and uh, other people around the community. They, they wanted, their sons had started science, mm -hmm. so then they wanted to come too. Right. So, you know, it's been a while since you've done one, though. You're kind of coming back after a couple years off from doing it. You know, you afraid you might be a little bit rusty at it, or you know, you think you're still gonna be able to? Oh no, uh, <laughs> a, a teacher friend of mine out there, he helped, he helped gather the things up, you know. Yeah. So we worked together on, no, yeah. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so what about uh, coming back again for maybe even doing another year? Do you think like after doing it tomorrow, you're just gonna wanna keep on doing it again, or? Until well, I fall over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something else, um, the last, uh, oh, probably 10, 12 years, we made it, we, we arranged so that the students could buy jackets and so on okay. with the logo. Mm -hmm. Well, then that left out all these other people way, way back. And so uh, I talked to a friend of mine in Grove City, Ithens. Hmm. So um, they formed a web store. So we have a web store where the students can, they can use the computer and then order their jackets and well, like this t-shirts and so on. Right. Oh, that's awesome. That's and cool and stored doing very well. Okay. Nice. And in 2014, you actually had the opportunity of being honored by Grove City High School, where they uh, had a plaque placed in your honor in the science wing. So, what was your reaction to that? I didn't think I deserved it. Really? Because so many other people help and and. So what's it, I mean, you go back into that school now, you know, from time to time, I'm sure. What's it like seeing your face up there on the plaque and your, your name and everything? Is it, you're shaking your head. <laughs> uh, ugly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking, Janae's got a picture of it right now on her screen. It looks pretty good. It's a great picture. Yeah. I think it looks good. <laughs> Do you have a picture next to it or anything? Or no, you just want to. St <laughs> so, um, you know, at the time of this recording, uh, Students are going to be getting back to school here soon, so if we have any students listening to this, uh, what advice do you have for students before they uh, get back to school for this year? Well, when they get back to school, it should be school. 
you know, have the summer off. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a good attitude. Right. To, you know, I mean, uh, uh, when you're teaching, you, you have to make it fun to you. I don't mean you're going to play games, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But you have to be in good spirits about it and, and uh, helping them to like it. And right. I think. And uh, I think it has a lot to do with it. So. Well, before we uh, wrap this episode up, is there anything else that you would like to add at the end of this show? Well, I said that Dr. Hetrick started. Uh, I can't leave out we our, our later superintendent, Dr. Post. He's retired now. He was so helpful, he and his assistant. So it, it, just, did, it just did not want, mean one teacher. Uh, many, many people helped. Even the janitors helped. <laughs> if I needed a part, right, they'd, they'd all help. So this is uh, several people, not just me. Right. Mm -hmm. As far as the program goes. Mm -hmm. So we we have 53 years of, of fun. Nice. You'll be doing it again this Saturday when this episode comes out. So okay. I want to thank you again, Homer Christie, for coming on the show this week. Um, and that'll do it for the New Generation Podcast. And just like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the New Generation Sports Report will be back on Wednesday. Uh, and Janae and I were on Penn State Shenango's prerequisite podcast. That'll be out on Monday, so check that out. And again, I want to thank you, Homer, for coming on the show this week, and I want to thank you all for listening. You know where we're at. We're here every Saturday. Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, SharonHerald.com. So thank you again, and thank you for listening. <laughs>